On the third floor of a government building, there's a young man sitting at his desk. The room is cluttered with desks and filing cabinets. It is a drab place with a feel commonly found in a government facility. The young man is finishing up his daily work. He is an excellent government employee, known in the office as someone who can quickly complete his assignments. But to be fair, his job is not that hard for him. He calls it the cobbler's trade, reviewing patent applications. And as the workday comes to a close and his co-workers leave for the night, he stays behind, sitting at his desk, staring off into the distance, and occasionally jotting down notes. The year is 1905, and that young man is Albert Einstein. Over the course of several months, he would publish four papers that fundamentally altered the way we understand the universe and transformed this unassuming patent clerk into one of the most celebrated theoretical physicists in history. And it all started in room 86 of the Federal Office for Intellectual Property in Bern, Switzerland, a place he would later describe as that worldly cloister where I hatched my most beautiful ideas. In most of the literature and advice regarding thinking, we rarely encounter discussions about the role of our physical environment in the thinking process. And yet, our environment plays an important role in helping us become better thinkers. Welcome to Thinker's Manifesto, a podcast series that will help you think better. I'm your host, Sean Jackson. Episode 3, Creating Room to Think. A good friend of mine loves going to coffee shops. He uses them as a remote office, putting on his headphones and opening his laptop, all while sipping his favorite latte. He often tells me that he creates some of his best work while there. I'm sure he does. But when I pressed him on where he gets his best ideas from, where he goes to focus his mental energy, he tells me that it is almost always at his kitchen table once his children have gone to school or retired for the night. I'm not surprised. Like Einstein, many of us have a place we retreat to when we need to focus our energy and concentrate on thinking. As part of our journey into becoming better thinkers, we need to talk about the role our environment plays. More importantly, we need to actually create the right environment that will enhance our thinking. Now, we all have different preferences for our environment, but research has demonstrated that there are certain elements of an environment that tend to enhance our ability to think better. And all of this research shares a common theme, minimizing distractions. One of the biggest distractions is sound, but not just any sound. A research paper from the University of Chicago studied the effects of ambient noise and its role in creative thinking. And the conclusion of the paper is that a certain amount of ambient noise actually improves our creativity. They note that a moderate level of noise can distract you just enough 
to help you think more broadly. They also stated that extreme quiet can help you focus your attention, especially around more deliberate thinking. But in turn, it prevents you from thinking in the abstract. Now consider that for a moment. Creative thinking can be engaged through a certain amount of ambient noise, while more detailed-oriented tasks are best performed in environments that are quiet. This distinction is important when we consider the right environment for our thinking. So while a local coffee shop may help you get your creative ideas flowing, when it comes time to do your taxes, a quiet room would serve you better. But sound is not the only disruption we potentially face in our environments. There is a famous picture taken of Albert Einstein's office on the day he passed away. It shows a desk haphazardly filled with papers and books placed on the shelves. A chalkboard behind his desk is filled with mathematical formulas. Basically, it's a mess. So why would one of the most celebrated thinkers in modern history have an office environment that seems so messy? Simple. Because he liked it that way. When asked about his messy desk, Einstein remarked, If a cluttered desk is a sign of a cluttered mind then what are we to think of an empty desk? It turns out that like sound, clutter, or the lack thereof, has a role in the type of thinking we do. Look at pictures of people like Steve Jobs or Mark Twain at work, and you will find a common thread. Mounds of paper and books strewn about. Research from the University of Minnesota found that creativity can be enhanced in rooms that are messy. Conversely, Rooms that are perfectly arranged are best when you need to focus your thinking on detailed tasks. At this point, you may be noticing a trend as we talk about thinking environments. Based on the type of thinking you need to perform, the optimal environments will be different. Need to energize your creativity? A cluttered room with ambient noise is perfect. Need to focus on detail-oriented tasks? Then a minimalist environment without sound is perfect. But while different environments are conducive to different types of thinking, there are a few things that truly destroy our thinking process. Acute disruptions in our environment are thought killers. The interruptions are family and coworkers, the sounds of a coffee grinder just turned on, the one-sided conversation you hear from someone on their phone, the person running down the office hallway or on the street, these are the sights and sounds that disrupt your thinking and destroy your focus. A study from the University of California, Irvine, found that it takes, on average, 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back to the task you were working on. Think about that. One seemingly minor distraction can require more than 23 minutes of mental energy just to return you to what you were doing. And it's not just these acute distractions that impede our ability to think. That smartphone? Yeah, it's a thought killer as well. Researchers at the University of Texas in Austin found that your ability to think is severely diminished just by the presence of a cell phone, even if it is turned off and face down on the desk. Adrian Ward, the head of the research team at UT Austin, summed it up this way, to quote, we see a linear trend that suggests that as the smartphone becomes more noticeable, 
participants' available cognitive capacity decreases. Your conscious mind isn't thinking about your phone, but that process, the process of requiring yourself to not think about something, uses up some of your limited cognitive resources. It's a brain drain, unquote. And that laptop computer, it's just as bad. A study conducted in March 2013 found that students who used a laptop to multitask during a lecture scored lower on tests than those who kept written notes. No surprise, right? But what is surprising is that students who sat near or within view of the laptop also received lower scores on the same test. It makes you think twice about giving a laptop to your kids, right? Being a thinker is hard work. But if we are in the right environment, we may find that our thinking process can be a little easier. So take the time to find your thinking environment. Find that room or space that has the right combination of sights and sounds that stimulate the type of thinking you want to pursue. And wherever it is, make sure to avoid those things that can cause abrupt distractions. Oh, and while you're at it, leave your phone and laptop behind. On the next episode of Thinker's Manifesto, we will continue our journey together by discussing why our limitations are actually our strengths. What if I told you that a brain hemorrhage caused by getting hit in the head with a soccer ball helped to create one of the world's most well-known and beloved singers? It's true. I hope you listen in. Thanks for listening to Thinker's Manifesto. To learn more and connect with the show, visit thinkersmanifesto.com. If you have any comments, questions, or thoughts about the show, I invite you to email me directly. My email address is sean at thinkersmanifesto.com. And if you are enjoying the show, please consider providing a rating or review wherever you happen to be listening so others will know what to expect. Thank you.